I thought you might come. Sorry to bother you, Professor, but I wanted to talk to you in private. Why can't you tell us what this mission is really about? Don't you trust us? Don't you trust me to lead the team? Of course I trust you, Scott. I wish I could tell you more. But the visions I have seen these past days make me feel as if I'm losing control. Even I don't know what they mean. Back to another episode of Gospel X, the Gospel According to the X-Men. My name is Jonathan, and uh, I am accompanied with, again, Henry. So um, we are now embarking on Season 3, I believe, and it's Episode 3 entitled uh, Sacrifice, uh, which is the start of a new saga called the Phoenix Saga. So welcome, and Henry, how about you kick it off first? What would you like us to talk about this evening? Wow, the Phoenix Saga is finally here, you know, and uh, it's one of those things that they did the first time in the first X-Men trilogy and mm -hmm. failed, and then they had to go and redo the whole thing, like reshuffle the timeline and then go back and redo the whole story again. So it obviously is a very popular story, and cartoon might be the first time a lot of us were exposed to it mm -hmm. which is cool so this kind of this episode here is kind of like a prelude to what's to come and at the very beginning professor x has this vision of something danger is happening that there's something important on a space station and outer space that is about to happen, and he needs to be there or the x-men need to be there in order to save the world, basically, okay? So knowing just that facts, knowing just that, that they need to be in space to save the world, no reason or why. So what they do is he, he calls the expert together as a team and he asks them to go hijack a space shuttle, um, fly out in outer space and just be there when this danger arrives, of which he has no idea. The, the interesting part about that scene is the, um, is the response of the X-Men and the response of Cyclops. Right, out, right away when um, he tells the X-Men to do this, um, Wolverine, the rest of the X-Men, they, they question Professor X, why are we going out there? We want a reason why we're gonna go and hijack this thing. It's just, uh, they don't understand why the reasons for doing it. And a lot of people, they don't do something unless there's a reason for them to do it, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah. And then Cyclops there, you know, he says, hold on, everyone. We're doing this. Okay, everyone, get ready. Suit up. No questions asked. He just, he's the leader of the X-Men, and he just says, we're doing this. But then later on in the evening, he comes one-on-one -on -one and he asks Professor X, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. Don't you trust us with the information, okay? And the exchange there, it shows that it's not that uh, Cyclops trusts the mission, 
but he trusts the person that's giving it. He trusts Professor X so much that he knows Professor X, um, his character, and he knows that he would not send the X-Men there unless it was absolutely necessary, okay? That is, that is the reason why he is gonna follow Professor X's orders unconditionally and without any hesitation. Right, Even right. though he has those doubts in his mind, right? Right. Um, those doubts don't prevent him from understanding the person that's giving the order. And because his trust is so great, he's gonna do that order anyways, like with no hesitation. Right. To move that to how we have faith in God. Um, sometimes God asks us to do things that we don't know why. Why should we do this? And then we ask and then it doesn't seem like he gives us the answer of why we're doing it in the first place. But again, it's not because we trust in um, the reason why. It's we trust in the person who's telling us. He knows that uh, exactly what is good for us, what is good. He's the standard of good, so he tells us what is good. And we just trust that whatever he tells us is good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what do, you, what do you think, Jonathan? Well, like, I would, I agree. Um, I think I, um, you know, all like for myself, trust is earned, right? And uh, I think uh, for Xavier, we already watched season one and two. So I gather that trust has been earned from the, uh, his, um, X-Men to trust him, right? Um, for various, for many reasons, ups and downs, like, remember our episode with um, Morph being killed? Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, that was like a, a challenge of the trust with Xavier, right? There was that trust issue as well. But then there were more uh, times when, when they trusted him and then Xavier pulled through. Uh, that, you know, uh, it was meant for the good, a greater good. It was meant for the protection of not just uh, his own uh, X-Men, but also the, uh, for the further the mission of the X-Men, which is uh, like having, uh, protecting humanity and also making sure that there's a harmony to be to, between humanity and the mutants, right? So like, uh, I could see that trust, there's a, uh, now that we're into season three, there's this certain amount of trust has already been built between the X-Men and Xavier that uh, they understand that Xavier has this greater plan or see something that is for the betterment of everyone and not just the team. Um, what is interesting is that um, something on a side note to discuss later on maybe about leadership is that uh, Xavier, uh, Cyclops, Cyclops, Cyclops never uh, questioned Xavier, like you mentioned, in public. You know, like uh, he never, uh, didn't show any signs of subversion to Xavier to protect Xavier's reputation, right? And then, uh, but then later on, um, went and, uh, like you said, he asked uh, Xavier, like, questioned it as well. And so, it's yeah. Kind of like I, the military, military, yeah. Yeah, so it's almost like, like yeah, it's like a, Cyclops respects and, re and asks other people to respect Xavier, right? And, uh, and, you know, it's interesting because for us, uh, in a Christian sense, it's like a, we have uh, the, the, uh, the scriptures, right? And we give, them a, give this a sense of authority. And it says that you should trust God, right? 
never does scripture actually questions God's authority, <laughs> right? And then, so then the, we trust the scriptures because of this, uh, because the people in this Bible actually trust God as well. And we see that God has been trustworthy throughout the whole entire time, throughout the whole Bible. But I guess like uh, also for us, uh, whenever we trust God, things do happen and things do occur. And like, I'm sure all of us have uh, little glimpses or even big glimpses of when we do trust God, things do come through. And then, make, and then when we look back, it makes us go, oh, that's why this happened, right? Yeah, uh, and you have to have that sense, though, to remember those moments when yeah. God tells you that uh, to do something and you did it, all right? And to actually track the, the thing that happened because of it. Yeah. A lot what? of people, you know, they do it or they don't do it. And they, they forget about that, that detail. And then the result happens, right? And it doesn't affect them at all that faith that they had right right it doesn't build up their faith instead of it's just like it's almost like a, it causes them to stumble right um it's like if you if they don't remember or jot it down or journalize it like you said like if our memories are like ants right then really like um every time we have this um fork on the road of whether to trust god or not uh we question and we doubt yeah, because we forget when we, we forget to look back on times that we trusted and how God actually revealed to us why we he called us to trust him. Right? Yeah. It's and just it's, the buildup of that faith and that trust that every yeah, like every time you hit that fork in the road, you remember every single fork that came before, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm reminded of like, you know, a passage in Isaiah fifty five where it says like, um, God says, uh, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, and uh, neither are your ways my ways, right? But then he says this, but in the end, near the end of Isaiah, he said, he promises that things, that his ways are so good that we will flourish, that there will be streams of living waters, and, and uh, we'll be fed, and it will be, we'll be provided for, and we'll be sheltered. It's like, uh, you know, he says, there are so many good things that is beyond your imagination that's awaiting for you. So don't be so worried about these little forks in the road. Just trust me. Pick the road that, that says, trust me, and then uh, I will lead you to the, something that's far greater than your imagination. And so I think for us, I think the lessons are from this episode is, first, God has already earned our trust, right? Like We just have to look back at the various times when we trusted him and to actually reflect upon that and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us on that matter. And I say, oh, that's why, you know, I, that's why God asked me to trust him. And this is when I trusted him. And this is what happens. So trust has already been earned. Like he even died on the cross for us. So that's a pretty big trust right there. Mm -hmm. Like Jesus died on the cross. And, the, and so that's trust is already earned. So he earned our trust already. So we got to trust him. And then second mm -hmm. is that we need to journalize. I think we need to uh, mark things down and remember what God has done and open our eyes to see where this whole journey takes us instead of being so self-absorbed to our own little journeys, right? It could be something greater, greater that is beyond us. Um, like you said, like Xavier's not God. So like uh, God will never say, I don't know, <laughs> right? But, but uh, I think there's, a, there's some elements of, that we can learn from this is that, yeah, uh, it's those two things. God has already earned our trust. And all we have to do is just trust him and look back and be less 
self-absorbed to our own little journeys and look bigger and look at a grander journey. So that's absolutely. All right. Okay. Is there anything else from you, Henry? Or no, I think we're I think we're pretty good. We have to just look forward to more of the Phoenix saga. I think yeah. at the end of the episode, you know, a big cliffhanger happens. So we're just waiting for the next episode to see what how that resolves. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a challenge for us for sure because uh, there's a lot of there <laughs> packed into it. High, ex high expectations. High expectations. Well, thank you all for joining us again on another episode of Gospel X. We are so glad that you can join us and continue to support this series. So until next time, have a blessed week.